0: Coming up on Locked On Dodgers, the Dodgers lost the last game of the series. They still won the series of the Nationals, lost the series finale. Noah Syndergaard was not good. Again, we're going to talk about his future with the Dodgers. Going to talk about uh, All Star voting started, and we're going to talk about Will Smith's All Star case. Uh, Spoiler alert, he's got a good one. And we're going to talk about the bullpen. Will the bullpen be okay? And what do the Dodgers need to do there? That's what's on tap. So let's get Locked On Dodgers. (laughs) You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Dodger fans, this is Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. Remember, this show is free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked On Dodgers. Or even better, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're watching or listening right now, and then you can become an everydayer just like we are. If this is your first time with us, I am Jeff Snyder. My normal co-host is Vince Samperio, although it's just me today. Vince and I are both lifelong Dodger fans just like you are. We've also both spent time covering the Dodgers in the press box and the locker room, so we're not quite insiders, but we bring you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue every weekday morning. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And uh, yeah, so as I said at the top, the Dodgers lost to the, the Nationals in this series finale. Uh, final score was 10-6, to 6, I believe. It was started out great. Uh w- What we expected, really, from a Patrick Corbin Noah Syndergaard matchup was a lot of offense, and that's what happened. The Dodgers jumped out to three runs uh, on Patrick Corbin in the bottom of the first inning. Could have been more. Max Muncy didn't do a double play that uh you know kind of killed that rally a little bit, but they had already scored three runs. Uh Dodgers had a lot of chances in this game. Even with scoring six runs, they left bases loaded. They they struggled with runners of scoring position for most of the game. It was a struggle. They did hit four home runs and that was, that accounted for, I believe, five of the six runs. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And, and so it was yeah, not a great game, but the offense put up six runs. And most of the time when you put up six runs, you're going to win the game. Uh, not every time, but I think if a team scored six runs every game, they'd probably win 110 120 games over the course of a season problem was Noah Syndergaard pitched this game and well one of the problems Noah Syndergaard didn't get the loss uh but Syndergaard pitched five innings and couldn't keep the Dodgers he allowed five runs in five innings his ERA is now 654 it was just the latest in a string of lackluster starts and and he was frustrated after the game he said he would uh if he had a firstborn child, he'd give that child uh, in, in order to be the old him. Uh, He's he, he, you could tell he's frustrated and so are we as Dodger fans. You know, it's uh, it's frustrating to watch because he's just not good right now. And we've been kind of spoiled as Dodger fans the last several years, especially in the pitching department. I think the last, what, four years, the Dodgers have led the league in ERA and this year they really, really are not. And, it's a long season. Things can get better, but Noah Syndergaard is—he he said he's the weakest link on the team right now, and I think that's pretty uh, pretty accurate. And I respect him for saying it, for recognizing it. Doesn't change the fact that uh, he is actively hurting the team when he pitches. I'm mean, going to talk about the bullpen in the third segment because the bullpen got the loss in this game. They weren't very good either, uh, and, and so there's plenty to talk about there. Uh, but but for Syndergaard it was kind of interesting that after the game, Dave Roberts didn't even commit to Syndergaard making his next start against the the Yankees this weekend. And, And that is, like, obviously for Dave Roberts to go so far as to not commit, like, couldn't even just say, yeah, we believe in him, he's our guy, blah, 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 blah. He said, well, I hope he's going to, but I just don't know. Uh, and, and that could mean a couple things. So the Dodgers have a day off today, Thursday, uh, and then they have another day off. Uh, oh, sorry, not against the Yankees, against the Reds. I, I meant to say the Reds, sorry. Um, but they have another day off on Monday after the Yankees series. And so it could just mean skipping Syndergaard's spot one time through the rotation. It just, you give him a, a time off because with those two days off, everybody else, nobody else would have to bear the brunt of that, uh but it could also mean that Syndergaard is maybe going to lose a spot in the rotation. We know that uh, they did announce that Michael Grove will be starting against the Yankees in the spot that had been Gavin Stone's spot. Julio will be back at some point, uh, hopefully soon. You know, we we don't have a firm timetable on that, but you know, when Julio's back with Bobby Miller pitching as well as he is, Michael Grove pitched well in the minors on rehab was touching 97. Uh, You know, he could be, there's no doubt in my mind right now, that Michael Grove is probably a better pitcher than Noah Syndergaard right right now, and you know with with Gavin Stone, Stone was struggling, and so they sent him back to the minors. You can't do that with Syndergaard. He is a veteran. He can't be sent to the minors. He's making ten million bucks or whatever it is. He it's it's a different situation, and you expect more. When the Dodgers signed Noah Syndergaard, they didn't sign him as a project. I mean, it was a project to see if he gives velocity back, but like last year, Syndergaard had an ERA around four, even without the velocity. And so that was kind of, at least in my mind, and probably in the Dodgers' minds, that was kind of the baseline. Okay. Well, worst case scenario, the velocity doesn't come back and he's a, you know, he's a solid fifth starter and best case scenario, the velocity comes back and we get a huge bargain. Problem was the actual worst case scenario is what we're getting, which is he sucks. He isn't pitching well. His ERA is 654. It's not, Manageable, it is not passable, and the fact that the offense almost bailed him out in this game—I mean, did bail him out from getting the loss—almost still won the game is remarkable. But it's not fair to the offense. It's not fair to the rest of the team, and so I feel like when Julio comes back, that's going to be the the moment of reckoning for Syndergaard because at that point there will be at least six guys who, you know at least five or six guys who more deserve a spot in the rotation than Syndergaard. And will they just cut him loose? I don't know. Will they, you know, I, it's tough to tell at this point, honestly, the way Syndergaard's pitching, it's kind of one of those things where you watch a pitch, you're like, man, he might retire after this game. He's just done. He's cooked. And, you know, maybe there is something left in the tank, but the velocity is obviously not going to come back. And, the command and the stuff just aren't there anymore. And so it was, it was frustrating to watch. It wasn't surprising, unfortunately, but it was frustrating. And you could tell it's frustrating for him and frustrating for Dave Roberts and the rest of the team. And they have to do what's best for the team. And right now that's not having Noah Syndergaard pitch. So my guess is that this next time too, they'll just skip guard spot. They'll go with, you know, a four-man rotation of Kershaw, Gonsolin, Bobby Miller and Michael Grove this next time through the rotation. And then, you know, this month in June, they have a fair number of days off. Like I said, they start, they've got, uh, this Yankee series is bookended by days off. Then they've got, they have every Monday off this month, plus Thursday, the 22nd. So a lot of days off almost enough to get away with the four man rotation, not quite enough, uh, but easily enough to, to give guys some rest. And we may never see Noah Syndergaard pitch for the Dodgers again. Maybe he gets one more start if Julio is not ready to come back. One more start in the Phillies series, maybe, or or the White Sox series. But it seems to me like Syndergaard's time is coming to an end as a Dodger. And it's a bummer. Uh, I know he dreamed of pitching for the Dodgers. And we were all excited when the Dodgers signed him about the potential. What if, what if, what if. Well, the what ifs didn't happen and uh, and he's cooked, I think. So I'm going to come back in a minute and talk about somebody who is not cooked, not even remotely cooked, probably the best catcher in baseball. That is Will Smith. Uh, all-star voting started today or yesterday. And so we're going to talk about Will Smith's all-star case, all-star case. So thanks for making Locked on Dodgers your first lesson and please keep it locked on Dodgers. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. So buying tickets, it shouldn't be stressful. You should, if you want to go to a game, you want to go to a concert, you want to go to a comedy show, uh, it shouldn't be stressful to get tickets. So Game Time is an awesome app. They have killer deals on last minute tickets and they have a best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. I'm watching it because my favorite comedian, Nate Bergazzi, is coming to Salt Lake City, near where I live, this September. And I am like keeping my eye on tickets because I really want to go. I've gone the last two times he's come to Utah. I love that dude. So I'm keeping my eye on the Game Time app. And uh, you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you one hundred ten percent of the difference. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, I am back. I want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. Uh, if this, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, love to hear your thoughts in the YouTube comment section. If you're listening on the podcast, love to hear from you through social media or email. I will give you all that contact info at the end, like I always do. Also, there's no game today, uh, which means we will be doing a mailbag episode tomorrow. So shoot those questions over. Uh, but also, no game today means... You don't need to watch or listen to a game, but all weekend the Dodgers will be playing the Yankees. And if you can't catch the game on TV, you can always catch the hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM or the SXM app. Just launch the SXM app and search for Dodgers. You can also listen to this podcast on the SXM app by searching for locked on Dodgers, the name of the podcast. You know that. Uh, all right, let's get back into the content of this show. Specifically, Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith, Dodgers catcher, had another big game on whatever day, Wednesday, uh, yesterday. He went two for four, had a home run, two RBIs. Uh, He's now batting 311 with a 958 OPS. All-star voting started. Will Smith has not made an all-star team yet in his career. Uh, Eric Steven pointed out on Twitter, you know, this is Smith's fifth season, but it's not quite as much of a travesty as you'd think that he hasn't made the all-star game yet because. It's really only two years, not four years, because in 2019, he had just barely come up when the All-Star game happened. And uh, in 2020, there was no All-Star game. So really, we're talking the last two years. And the fact is, he should have been on the All-Star team both of the last two years. This year, he's starting to get more of that buzz. He's getting more of that acclaim. I am still a little bit worried about it, and I'll tell you why. JT Jt Realmuto has the name the name value. He is he's been the best catcher in baseball, he's the the big star. And so he's going to get a lot of votes both from the fans and from the other players. You know, the the backups are chosen by the players. It, it used to be that the managers of the all-star team picked all the reserves. That's not the case anymore. There's votes for all this stuff. JT Realmuto has the name. And so I'm worried that he is going to get one of the spots. And then you have Sean Murphy of the Braves who is having roughly as good a season as Will Smith. They are very similar offensively this year. And the Braves have a good fan base. They vote well in the All-Star game. Sean Murphy, you know, he was a big trade. It, it The Braves have been very good this year. All those things. And for whatever reason, Dodgers don't always fare that well in the All-Star voting. And so I am nervous that Sean Murphy is going to win the the fan vote and JT Riomoto will get put on the team by the players in their vote and leave Will Smith out in the cold again. Now, there's no reason they couldn't go with three catchers. They could, and that would be helpful. And uh, you know, that that would give Smith another chance to get in. But I'm nervous about it. I hope I'm wrong. I hopefully Will Smith is a big enough name. He's gotten some hype, you know, in the offseason as one of the best catchers in baseball. Fans know him. The players know him. Hopefully this is all I'm worried for nothing. And he gets voted in either to start as the, or as the backup. It doesn't matter to me, honestly, if he gets voted in to start or not. I don't distinguish between starting an all-star game and making an all-star team. All-star is all-star. And knowing that the, the starters are a popularity contest more than anything else doesn't matter to me. I'd like to see him start because I want the National League to win the game. And I think he gives them the best chance to do that, but it doesn't really matter to me. Will Smith needs to be on the all-star team. And so what we can do as fans is we can vote. And and I don't work for MLB. I'm not going to shill their all-star voting. But if you want Will Smith to make the all-star team, voting is how you do that. And and the Dodgers have such a big fan base. We really should fare better in all-star voting uh, than than the Dodgers generally do. And so, uh, you know, I'm pointing at me too. I hardly ever vote for the all-star game. I might this year because it is pretty important to me Will Smith make the all-star team. Uh, it, it, it's, it's been too long. So uh, it's kind of a bummer that Julio is having a bad year this year because uh, Julio still hasn't made an all-star team yet either. And the last two years he was deserving. And this year he's not. And so, uh, you know, may, maybe he gets in on reputation for the last two years. Maybe not. Some of that might come down to health. But, you know, Will Smith this year, it's been kind of remarkable. I'm looking at the uh, the Dodgers rate stats. And a uh, strikeout rate, obviously at the top is Trace Thompson, 42.2%. That's before uh, Wednesday's game when he struck out in two of his three plate appearances. So it actually went up a little bit more. Um, and then it goes down. You've got Miguel Rojas at 12.3%, second best strikeout rate on the team. And the best is Will Smith at 8.6%, a full three and a half percent better than Miguel Rojas, who's one uh, offensive skill is not striking out. And Will Smith is better than that. Then you look at the walk rate, the the best walk rate on the team, Trace Thompson, again, 16.9%. Jason Hayward, 15.5. Max Muncy, 15.4. Will Smith, 15.3. So kind of right there in that same ballport, ballpark with Hayward and Muncy. So Smith strikes out the least on the team, is among the best walk rates on the team, And home run rate, he is solid middle of the pack. You know, Muncie obviously has the highest 8.2%. And then Smith is down there at 4.3%, right? You know, basically between Freddie Freeman and James Outman, who both pretty good power hitters. Uh, It's just pretty remarkable that Will Smith is so good at hitting kind of in every aspect. And, And, you know, we've talked about Freddie Freeman, he's a savant and, 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 Will Smith is a different kind of hitter than, than Freeman. But to, to do all this, making contact, you know, to, to walk so much more than he's striking out is really remarkable to hit home runs without striking out is remarkable. And to do all of this, when you are a catcher, a catcher, it's the hardest position in baseball. There's, we've talked about on this podcast, there's so much that goes into being a catcher that has nothing to do with hitting and the things you have to do to be a successful defensive catcher and to call a good game and to have the good repertoire with the pitchers. So much of a catcher's effort is going into what the pitcher is going to do for Will Smith to still be one of the best hitters on the team at playing that position. It's just remarkable. It's the only word I can think of for it. Uh, I've got an English degree. I ought to be able to think of better words. Splendiferous, stupendous, uh, real good, whatever you want to say it, that's what Will Smith is. Uh, and, and it is, it's very, very impressive. And, and I hope he gets rewarded with an all-star berth this year. He really deserves it. He's deserved it the last two years. And, and for me right now, it's like, Will Smith is, he's chasing MVP. And I wouldn't say he's the front runner right now, but he's got an OPS of 958 as a catcher. Like that. that's top five in the league, probably in OPS. and. And he's a catcher. Uh, Just remarkable. That's the word again. I keep saying it. Uh, He also leads the majors in sacrifice flies this year. Uh, Just all around, just a very, very good player uh, that he's batting three, what's he batting? 311 now. OBP is well over 400. Slugging percentage is well over 500 for a catcher. I, I don't know how else to say it. Will Smith should be he he should be the leading vote getter in the all-star voting, not just among catchers, but among everybody because he's that good. And he's been on this podcast. That's an extra, I don't know. Was he on this podcast or our previous podcast? Vince and I, if you don't know, we used to do a weekly podcast called the Scully Avenue podcast until we started going daily, which was a little over four years ago. I guess it was probably our old on uh, the Scully Avenue podcast that Will Smith was on because it was when he was in the minor leagues and we have spent, uh, Yeah. He's been in the major leagues for most of the time we've been doing this. Anyway, he's been on a podcast of ours. Great dude, great player, great catcher, great hitter. Love everything about Will Smith and make him an all-star. Let's vote him up and get him there. All right? All right. I'm going to come back in a minute. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Dodgers bullpen, which is has its ups and downs, kind of like an escalator. That joke is for my brother. Every time we're at Dodger Stadium, we take the escalator up to by the press box to check it out. And uh, I always have to ask him on the escalator, What do you think of escalators? And he says they have their ups and downs. My brother's been a dad for a long time. Uh, Anyway, we're going to talk about the ups and downs of the bullpen. So thanks for making Locked on Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. And please keep it Locked on Dodgers. All right, I am back. I want to thank you for making us your locked on, making Locked on Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. Uh, Thanks for being an everydayer. If you're not an everydayer, it's easy club to join. Just watch or listen every day. Super fun. Again, love to hear from you in the YouTube comments section or through social media. Any thoughts you have about this episode or any episode? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Also, today will be, or tomorrow's episode will be a mailbag because there's no game today. So get those questions in. I'll give you all the contact info at the end here in a little bit. Uh, And another reminder every game the Dodgers play, you can listen to it. You can catch the hometown radio broadcast on SiriusXM or the SXM app. Just launch the app and search for Dodgers. All right. uh, So the bullpen, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Noah Syndergaard pitched in this game. As I mentioned, he was one of five pitchers for the Dodgers. He was terrible. And, uh, but if you look at season ERAs, he actually only had the third worst, or if you want to look at the other way, third best ERA of the five pitchers who pitched for the Dodgers because Caleb Ferguson has been great this year and he was great in this game. Ruzar Gratterall has been mostly great this year. He was not great in this game. All three runs he allowed were unearned, but he got the loss because he gave up a three-run home run. Uh, but then the other two were Alex Vessia and Phil Bickford. Vessia pitched well. He, uh, well, pitched be- better than the day before. He allowed a hit and a walk, but he also struck out two in his inning, inning of work. Uh, Bickford gave up a two-run homer kind of put the game out of reach. The Dodgers after going down eight, five, they had Mookie hit another home run to make eight, six. It was, you know, within shouting distance, but Bickford gave up that two run Homer second Homer of the game for Caber Ruiz. And that basically put the game away. And so, you know, guys like Vesia and Bickford are guys who've been key parts of this bullpen in the last couple of years. Uh, Bickford more, but both of them really more in 2021 than last year. Uh, and it's hard to picture what's what the future is for those guys. Vessia, you know, we, we talked about before the Dodgers sent him down to the minors. Vince and I talked on this show about how that might be the answer. Send him down to the minors because in the past few years, he's had success where he's struggling in the big leagues, goes down to the minors, finds his his mojo, and comes back and his lights out in the big leagues. And that's kind of hold on, I have to cough one second. That was kind of the, the pattern they that it looked like he was going to follow because he went down to the minors. He was terrible in his first first game in Oklahoma City, and he was lights out after that. And so we thought, okay, good. He figured out. Now let's come back to the big leagues. Obviously, he hasn't totally figured out yet at the big league level, but I still I have hope for Alex Vestia to get it figured out. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I'm confident in it, but I have hope for it. Phil Bickford, on the other hand, he's had some huge moments for the Dodgers, even this year. But he's also, his ERA is 692, and you don't get a 692 ERA by accident. It's not like he's, not like it's a small sample size. What Bickford has thrown, where are we at? Uh, Bickford, after his one inning on Wednesday, he has now thrown 26 innings, more than any other do- pitcher in the Dodgers bullpen. And uh, and he has the highest ERA in the bullpen, uh, I think. Oh, no, Yancy Almonte is still a little bit higher. But... I guess Vessi is higher too, but in a smaller sample size. Bickford has been bad. And I feel like you know, I, we, we talked yesterday about how Andrew Friedman doesn't like to trade for relievers at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, we've been burned on O'Neill Cruz and Jordan Alvarez. Uh, you know, it, it's always scary to trade a prospect for a relief pitcher. But the Dodgers have had some success in finding reclamation projects or whatever. Uh, and, and even some of those this year, Shelby Miller has been pretty good this year. He's the Aries 252. He's been, he's been solid. Uh, Yeti Almonte last year was awesome. This year, not so much. Evan Phillips last year was awesome. This year is awesome. And, and so they, they've done that with some guys. So they don't necessarily have to go after the biggest bullpen names available on the trade market. But I feel like they're going to have to do something, at, but that something doesn't have to be from out to outside the organization. And that's kind of one of the points I wanted to get to was you know we talked yesterday about the Dodgers' double A rotation. We we know that they have pitchers who are are starters long term, but you know in the postseason, really we're we're thinking about the postseason here. And you know, Bobby Miller maybe doesn't make the the postseason starting rotation depending on who's healthy, depending on how he's pitching, but a guy who throws 100 miles an hour coming out of the bullpen? Yeah, that could work. You know, he could be a bullpen piece in the postseason. Uh and, and and guys could turn it around. Yancy Almonte still has good stuff. I do think Almonte is going to turn it around. It's it hasn't. You know he's he's shown some signs at times. I think Almonte will turn it around. I hope Vessia will turn it around. I I don't think Bickford will turn it around. I, I guess mostly my my thoughts here are about Bickford. I don't see a spot for Phil Bickford on a postseason roster. And does that mean okay? Let him keep being an innings eater in the regular season to, to save some of the other guys. It might mean that that's kind of what happened last year. He kind of got saved by other guys, injuries got to stick around and, you know, at least eat some of those innings, but in a, in an eight to six game, like you'd like to have a pitcher in who could keep you in the game. And and Bickford did the opposite of that. Uh, It's yeah. I, I feel like the Dodgers are going to need to address the bullpen but it's hard to know how they're going to do that. And some of it will be improvements from some of these guys. But right now you've got Phillips, who's very good. You've got uh, Gratterall, who has been mostly very good this year. You've got uh, Caleb Ferguson, who has been very, very good this year. Shelby Miller has been good. Justin Brule has been mostly good. Victor Gonzalez has been mostly very good. So it's the makings of a good bullpen. And then the question marks. You've got your Almonte and your Bickford and your Vesia, All three of those guys have good stuff. If, if two of those guys could figure it out, great. Bullpen problem addressed. If one of them does, there's probably still some question marks. If none of them do, it, it's a weakness. And the bullpen is definitely part of the reason why the Dodgers this year have a 441 ERA. Instead of leading the league last year, at this point, they were well under three. Uh Right now it's 441. That is not great. The, the offense is carrying the team it's a great offense. It will continue to hit, hopefully. But to be a championship-caliber team and even to, to win as many games as they want to in the regular season, the bullpen is going to need to pitch better. And obviously, some of that ERA is Noah Syndergaard. Some of that was, was Gavin Stone who's back in the minors. Uh, but they're going to need to step things up because the pitching needs to do better to help the offense. And you know, it could be a, a great, great team if the pitching steps it up a little bit. And the bullpen is a key part of that. Anyway, no real answers there, but questions that I thought needed to be talked about. And I'd love to hear your thoughts in the YouTube comments section or on social media or email or whatever. You know, what do you think? What What are the answers in the bullpen? Uh, I know there are no easy answers. So if you think there's an easy answer, I probably disagree with it. But uh, I think there's some hard answers. And I think a lot of you guys are smarter than I am. So I uh, love you, your thoughts on that. Love you, your thoughts on Will Smith, Noah Syndergaard, everything else we talked about. So Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. Remember to become an everydayer. All you got to do is watch or listen every day. Super fun. And we love talking Dodgers with you. Also want to remind you every Dodgers game can be listened to the hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM or the SXM app. Just launch the app and search for Dodgers. Uh, I'll give you the rundown for the weekend in the Yankees series. If you do want to listen on your Sirius XM radio in your car or whatever, uh, Friday's game—that's my birthday. Friday, by the way, uh, will be channel 89 on your Sirius XM radio. Saturday, channel 185, and Sunday, channel 177. Also, if you have a smart device, uh, those ones made by Amazon or or Google or whatever, uh, you can link your Sirius XM account to those and just say, "Hey, name," that I can't say out loud because mine's sitting right there, and it'll talk to me. Uh, play Dodgers on Sirius XM, and it'll do that for you. So, anyway, all the ways you can listen. You can also listen to this podcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app, just by searching for Locked on Dodgers. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Locked on Dodgers. Vince is on Twitter at Vince Semperio. I am on Twitter at Snydog and the DMs are open in all of those places. Our email address is lockedonDodgers at gmail.com. And our phone number for voicemails or text messages is 323-863-LOCK-5625. We are here every weekday morning and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. We'll talk to you tomorrow.